following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Respect our elders. There is wisdoms that come from experience, and I'm not going to stop learning wise counsel. Hello, welcome to um, get back and fuck that shit. Why the fuck I do this? Welcome back to getting loose. We're starting a podcast. I'm Chop and I'm Cheetah, and today we're in a special location. We're in Chop's house. Yeah, our mobile podcast studio. Man, Chop and Cheetah, we bring the podcast to you. you. Um, uh, yeah, I got a very special guest on this episode today. He he's uh he's Mister America's uh mentor. my successor. A successor, mentor. My mentor. Was he your mentor? Yeah. In the show, he's my mentor. Yeah. And, um, he's my grandfather. And he's my honorary grandfather. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, um, Uncle Bob, you hear this? Um, we did invite you. We'll get him on here. We'll, we'll, we'll taser him one of these days and get him on here. Fuck. All right, man. Introduce what? the myth, the legend. In, in the, all right. My grandfather, Eddie, or Edward... Butch Harrigan. I'm uh, talking to these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We finally... Uh, I want to tell them a few things about my life. Yeah, so basically... Uh, We're going to start when I was... I come from a family of 11. I, uh, I loved all of them. There's only two of us left now. Jeez. My sister and I. I'm 90 and she's 90. Which they call them Irish twins. <laughs> 10 months apart. Anyhow, when we grew up in the Coldwater Flats on 11th Street in Niagara Falls, New York, we, uh, we struggled, but we made it through and there's things that we had to do we didn't want to do. And we were uh, thieves. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to do Most what you got to do to survive. Uh, my, my sisters did not steal. But I had six brothers. <laughs> and uh, nobody got away from being away from them because <laughs> we robbed them. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, down the road, when I was uh, about eight years old, I had a beautiful bike. Oh, dude. And, uh, yo, yo, sorry cutting you off. This is the uh, Eugene story, how he met his best friend Eugene, yeah. a professional uh, boxer. And uh, one morning I got up to take a nice ride. The bike was gone. Oh, I boy. remember this guy, funny-looking little Italian guy. <laughs> he says, boy, that's a nice bike you got there, mister. No, you can call me mister. Nice bike you got there. I says, thank you. 
<laughs> so uh, the next morning I got up, the bike was gone. <laughs> so I just moved on the Laysal Avenue a block away. I said, that fucking guy robbed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I goes over there. Sure enough, the bike's on his porch. So I got my big brother Jim. <laughs> my big brother Jim was about six foot two. Jesus. 250 pounds. Holy, Holy shit. He was, he was a tough son of a bitch. Just in case the father came out. Mm-hmm. Well, Gene came out. I said, what the fuck you robbed my fucking bike for? He said, I didn't rob it. I just borrowed it. <laughs> so I said, well, i let you go this fucking time. <laughs> so anyhow... We became friends, and uh, but we became friends that were very uh, robbery. <laughs> robberies. Hey, yeah, different we time. Red truck. Uh, this Italian guy. He had the most beautiful bread in the world. <laughs> it was better than De Camillo's. We used to rob him once a week, <laughs> and the guy never caught us. And uh, we gave a lot to him. We used to rob the farmers on Friday night when they pulled out on National Avenue at 6 o'clock at night. We, we'd be hiding behind garbage cans. When they pulled by us, we ran, ran up and pulled food off <laughs> the vegetables and apples and everything that we had grabbed and threw them on the ground when the trucks were running. Yeah. And we were running them back in the trucks. <laughs> I, um, and, uh, yeah, Granddad, um, before you were talking about your Robin stories, you did tell me that one time you guys used to play in the basement. I don't know what the game was called. You hear something scratching, your flashlight, and you take a shotgun and blow yeah. a rat off. We had a, had a big flashlight. <laughs> it was on 11th Street. Uh, you know that where the gas station is? Yeah. There's a big uh, cement brick building, all gray. Well, that building is about, it's about 80 feet long. Yeah. And we used to sit down there, me and my brothers, and we had the 12-gauge uh, single-shot shotgun. Oh, my God. We heard a scratch, <laughs> turn on the light. Boom! <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, one day we got very lucky. This guy had a bright idea of moving, uh, opening the store below us. It was uh, grapefruits, tangerines, and oranges. Granted, are you talking about Anthony Macadino, one of the biggest... Wait a minute. <laughs> so this guy moves this... We lived upstairs in the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. The guy opened the store down below. If you ever, when you go by there tomorrow or something, you'll see where that was a front. That, that was that used to be all big windows. Yeah. Anyhow, we used to we used to rob that guy. We had a trap door. <laughs> Anytime we wanted any kind of fruit. We would go in there and take it. <laughs> yeah. We were terrible. Uh, you're like, uh, 
You're kind of like a Robin Hood back then. So. Well, we were uh, we were very poor. Yeah. My mother was on welfare. She had 11 kids. Oh. And uh, from there, I went into uh, boxing. And uh, that's what contributed to because when I was in Gaskill and I was uh, 16 years old, they had uh, the, the tryouts for the football team. So I came, and of all the guys that put in for it, I came in ninth place. Which was pretty pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. But the next day, the coach came up to me and told me, uh, "Is that is you? You're, you could be a hell of an athlete. You you cannot continue in the football because I was in special class. Yeah, and you don't move. You stay in special class." You have to go from uh, 10, 11, and 12. You know, you play right foot. They start football at 10, yeah. 11, and 12. So he told me, his name was Joe Moran, and he was my teacher, special grade teacher. He said, you know what? He said, I know a guy named Harry Fuller. He was a lightweight champion of the world. He's got he's got uh, fighters down on Ontario Avenue. He says, just go down there, go up the third floor, and tell him I send you. And that's when I was about 15 or 16. And I went through my boxing career. It lasted five years. I met a guy named Larry Simons. In the first round, he broke my nose and broke my jaw. Holy shit. Hey, I... So I was off for a whole year. I made a comeback. I had another guy. But, I, you know, I forget. He was from Van Heusen. Hector Van Heusen. Hector Van Heusen. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> he broke my jaw. Oh, Jesus. So my career was over. <laughs> and uh, I turned into... Uh, pretty heavy drinker oh boy and that was uh, a downfall of, of old old butchie boy old butchie boy hey, before you before you do all that um, but if you didn't continue if you were a professional boxer me or Cheetah will not be sitting here right now talking to you right now about this story oh you mean I would have been rich <laughs> yeah I mean you know that's there's a way to look at it as, like, if you... Well, I was uh, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but... But when the guy uh, throws you up against the middleweight champion of Canada, yeah. you, there ain't no way a guy with 13 fights at that time could beat, beat a guy like that. Yeah. He knocked, he knocked the shit out of me in one round. Do you think if... Uh... Do you think if in some way you would have won that fight, you think you would have become pro? Oh, shit, I would have been a fucking champ. Yeah? <laughs> but That's then, pretty cool. But then again, um, his mother, no, my grandma's mother, they were like oh, yeah. bingo friends. Yeah, like, he's he's keeping everything, but I got to just kind of remind him, but 
No, I was, well, I was going to ask that too. At some point, I was going to ask yeah, if you could tell us a story village. about like how you and Aunt Julie met. We I don't think I ever heard Park, that. Iron Park Village. Her mother and uh, her father and five kids. How 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 was uh, how was Grandpa Kilmer? Grandpa, great grandpa, uh, grandma's wife, grandma's uh, husband. He was a nice guy. Yeah, I hear lots of good stories about him. He uh, he and I are best friends. Yeah, we were both booze hounds. <laughs> yeah, we drank them many many times at uh, B and W. Huh. Man, yeah, crazy. Just keeping it simple. Like I hear some of the craziest stories about uh, his childhood. How him and his boys used to hop train cars in the summertime, wintertime. Oh, I forgot about that. Crazy. Oh yeah, let's hear about that. I went. Uh, we done that. We used to get the coal, the coal for our coal furnace. We go out there at when the, we heard the box cars hit. <laughs> oh, we heard a boxcar hit. We we started running with baskets in our hands. Fill the baskets up, running down, dumping in the cellar. There was a trap door on the side of the house. Jump, open the trap door and throw it down. Run uh. back, get some more, and do the same thing. <laughs> That's funny. That's how poor we were. She couldn't. My mother, my dad died early. My dad was only 45. Jesus. Holy fuck. He, he he got in the wrong booze. He, some some fucking color guy sold him a bottle. Of, what was uh, a bottle? Uh, of, moonshine with a, antifreeze in it. Moonshine, but it was uh, the analyzer was antifreeze. <laughs> That's fucked up. It was antifreeze. Burned his, burned his all burned his whole chest up, lungs up. Hold on, great. I gotta put a disclaimer out here. Um, sorry for my grandfather's language, because he's in more of the nine, like he's nine years old. You really didn't even need to mention it at all. Actually, it wasn't that big of a deal. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to swear? No. No. No, I'm talking about like your your language. like, like No, he meant because you said colored people, but it's really not that big of a deal. Or, uh. It's, it's not like you said anything offensive, you know what I mean? No, not really. But It doesn't uh, matter, though. It doesn't matter. But um, you were saying uh, what again before I cut you off? Yeah, you were telling us about your father, how they, how they the moonshine had antifreeze in it. Yeah, that's fucked and, up. Uh, the coroner told my mother because I never forgot this. She says, "You know your 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 husband had a body of a young man. He said he would have lived another fifty years." That's crazy. That, the colored guy. Did I say Negro? <laughs> That son of a bitch sold him. He killed my father. And I found out years later, his name was Scar. His nickname was Scar. Sounds like a villainous name. He lived on 13th and East Fall Street. And I uh, met up with him one fucking day. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. And I told him. I said, you know, you're fucking killing, you're killing people. I said, what do you mean? I said, my, my mother told me a colored guy named Scar sold my dad a gallon of, uh, of uh, booze, booze, and it was, uh, it was poison. 
was antifreeze. Jesus. <laughs> but so, at that time, when I was in that, it was a smoker, smoky, where you buy, where you buy booze after hours. Mm-hmm. But there was uh, about five or six color guys around them. Oh boy. I was. I wanted to knock that son of a bitch out. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. That's fucked yeah. up. But, uh, I, get, I can see it now. I got uh, the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I got out. Yeah, I don't blame you. Hey, I can see it now. Hmm. Oh, Butchie boy is over fighting Scar, but his boys. Uh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then one time when I was uh, 16 years old, they had a rodeo at High Park Stadium. Mm-hmm. And I went to the rodeo, and they called had an advertisement. Anybody that thinks they could stay on the Ramble for 10 seconds, they're welcome to try for $1,000. I said, hi. I jumped up. I was, well, I'm, I thought, like I'm thinning out, like huh. but I was strong. You know? I said, I'll do it. That fucking bull. I said, they put me on his ass. I said, they wrong here. They give me a big strap to hold. Yeah. Well, when you pull on the strap, you pull on his balls. <laughs> oh, no. Well, me like a jerk. I should have jumped up on, on his, you know, in the back. Yeah. No. <laughs> that fucking, when he booted me off. This is no lie. I went up so high, I seen the swimming pool <laughs> over the stadium. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I, I came down, and the part of his horn, when I came down, the tip of his horn went underneath my T-shirt. Oh. ripped it right off. Oh, man. It, it ripped it right off. Oh, man. That's I'm scary. Get killed that day. Yeah, that's that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Hmm. Just just reminded one. That's a death number one. He got probably twenty deaths on his record right now. They. Uh, <laughs> I do want to ask you a question though. Before your dad died, what did he do for a living? Like, what was his job? Truck driver. Truck driver. Oh, I forgot to tell you about. Yeah, how much was he making? Two fifty an hour. Holy shit! With the eleven kids. Oh, my God. No wonder you guys had to do what you had to do. The motherfuckers wouldn't, they wouldn't give uh, my mother welfare because he was working. But anyhow, uh, my dad, when the war ended in 1945, mm-hmm. well, he worked for William Young's truck driver. And he went to William Young and asked him if he could borrow a flatbed truck. With the gates all around it. Yeah. And he went around all the neighborhoods picking up kids. <laughs> That's awesome. And we had flags. And, yeah. And, every, you know, everybody was going down Main Street and Fall Street. He was driving us around. That's awesome. Yeah. That's badass. Well, speaking he, was, of, he was a nice guy. That's something I wish I could have experienced. My, gr- dad, my dad was a, was a state trooper. Yeah? Yeah, that's where he met my mother in Highland Falls. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Who is calling the fucking house? Um, let me get the phone. Give me the phone. We'll do a live fucking phone call today, y'all. Hey, this is the first time I get a loser. Hello. 
Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, the person didn't want to talk to us. That was our first phone interview. Oh, let's see. Where were we? Uh, you were telling us about him taking kids around in the flatbed truck. Yeah. He was a nice guy. Huh? You bet he died from being poisoned. Yeah, that's what I'm telling Wait. I thought he met. Uh, <clears throat> I thought he met your mother because she was 15 years old and listened to the U.S. Army. No, when he was 15 years old, he got shot in the Oregon, in Germany. Oh wow! He was in the army. Yeah, that's how. He, <clears throat> that's how he lied. And they sent him to uh, West Point to the hospital. Yeah, West Point. And then he he stayed in West Point as a soldier. Ended up a drill sergeant. Oh, wow. And my mother, my grandmother, she was a, uh, my mother. Yeah. My mother was a uh, waitress at the cafeteria. And he met her there in Highland Falls. They lived in Highland Falls for a while. Oh, wow. And then he, uh, he got mixed up with, uh, what the hell was his name? He was a gangster. Uh, Macadino? No, no, no. Uh, Damn. So close. He was mixed up with... But anyway, uh, Granddad, uh, we can get back to that part. Um, see, a quick interesting fact. Our last name is not really Harrigan. Oh, yeah. It's Horrigan. Oh, yeah, I know. You've told me this before. But we've got the, the, the fellow losers got it. No yeah, yeah, I think you told me this before. It's because it was his dad and his uh, his dad's brother hopped over from the island. And either they were trying to run from their parents or change the name to Horgan. Yeah, it's like my uh, my mom's, the Donahue name used to be O'Donahue. And they dropped the O when they came to America. Ooh. Hey, at least, at least you got Donahue still. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. My dad dropped the O and put an A. Huh? Yeah. At one point, I was going to change my last name to Horrigan. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, like, uh, <clears throat> when you were growing up, uh, when you were a kid, was that was around the time when, like, a lot of mafia was in the city, right? Like, a mafia presence well, was heavy robbed, around here? We robbed, uh, oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> We robbed Macadino's beard. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I was waiting for Macadino. We're going to get whacked after this episode. Yeah, we're going to collect. There's going to be a, an accident we, uh, between us. We used to rob the booze and sell it to down in, this, in the front, front door at our house, right next door to him. <laughs> Jeez, that's some ballsy stuff right hey, there. Hey, Sean, Sean, with, with uh, Mr. Macadino. He loved him. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he loved his mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah? And, uh, not like, not like a, not like like, a four-bedroom house. Well, you know that building, the great building I was telling you about? It was like over there. <laughs> we had that upstairs. The downstairs <clears throat> was an orange car. Yeah. But he only charged you $25 a month. Oh, wow. And most were, most people were getting set, had to pay 75 Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, he tells me that story. Yeah, we did rob from his orange stand. (laughs) 
I like granddad. Why you never got whack? We had to make a few, a few bucks. Yeah, man. <laughs> Different but, times back then. But his method was they only take not like not, not like a whole bunch, just just enough. Where it looked like it's gone, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's a smart way to do it. Only take what you need. Hey, hey, Sean, uh, I mean, Cheetah, uh, hey, I was good for a while, then I screwed up. But um, you remember our uh, our skateboarding episode? Mm-hmm. This guy right here, I think... It, oh, yeah, I need to hear this story. Andrew told us that, according to you and your friends, you guys are the first ones ever invent a skateboard. Actually, scooters. Yeah. I need to hear this story. I put a two-by-four, get a pair of roller skates, take one apart, front roller, yeah. back roller. And uh, <laughs> there, there was a skateboard. Yeah. Hey, man. And some guys even put uh, like a, a broomstick yeah. with a handle. Yeah, oh, wow. And a screwed out of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's inventive. That was way back, 80 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Dude, just imagine if they actually did a patented the skateboard. Hey, I could be famous. You'd be that. rich as hell right yeah, now. They, the, what that's made out today, yeah. I didn't have that then. No, yeah. I'm I'm saying like had material. No, I'm saying like California got credit for in the sixties, but you guys were doing it you were banging out in the thirties or forties. Twenty years before it actually came just imagine that. Yeah, there was uh there was another question I wanna ask you is what do you think was like the biggest like like biggest thing that happened like in your in you know what I mean? In your lifetime. Like biggest like history, like moment in history. Growing up, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think was, like, the biggest thing to happen? You know, like, some people would say, like, the Apollo moon landing was, like, huge for them growing up. Well, naturally it was the war. But the uh, biggest thing is the power project. Yeah. It was a magnificent job they did. Magnificent. I wish you got, I wish our power was cheaper. <laughs> right. My brothers, my two brothers worked on it. Gene worked on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. He got. He was uh, drilling holes for dynamite. <laughs> Somewhere or other, the scaffold broke, and he fell forty or fifty feet. What? And they had uh, these big uh, blown up. Uh, like your big uh, air blooms? Yeah, yeah. And he fell into that. Yeah. Oh. But he still ended up in the hospital. Shh, that's crazy. Grinda, yeah. was this uh, usually during his uh, fighting career? Or was it like after his career? Uh, it was in, in between. Oh like, oh, like something like... Well, he was... Uh, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> <coughs> I say... Uh, I think he was finished. Oh, he was like at his end of It was his, after boxing. It was after boxing just a few, like, probably like a year or two after he retired? Yeah, yeah he was, uh... Imagine being part of history like that. Like saying that you say that you worked on the power project. Imagine being part of that history. Well, That's insane. Um, I remember, um, uh, like, when I met Eugene, he was that Italian kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. He had this slot machine in his house. <laughs> I, I looked at my granddad. Granddad, can I get like 50 cents or 25 cents, 75 cents? Okay. He knew. 
He knew. You also had a jukebox. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Italian guys back then were a lot different than Italian guys are now. You know I mean, I feel like back then it was like very noticeable if you seen. You know, what I mean, if you well, met an I, Italian guy, you I, knew. I and him, we were together for over sixty years. Yeah. Yeah. That was big, my best friend. That's gonna be me and this fat fuck. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's gonna be me um, and him together for sixty years until we kill each other. Oh, it's gonna, gonna be the murder, <laughs> best murder ever. But um, during the, I, you told me the story. I know, I know, because right now, because we're bouncing back and forth through <coughs> things. Because now yeah. we're talking about Eugene now. Sorry, just sort of talking a little bit about everything. A little bit. Or um, I think my favorite story from him is when they're in Batavia. Dunkin' Donuts. You remember? He goes in the wrong car. It looks like. Oh, <laughs> oh I gotta hear about me this. And him, uh, we come back from a hunting trip. Yeah. He said, uh, what, you want a coffee and donut? I said, yeah. So we got there, and the whole parking was all full of cars, right? So I had to park across the street. Yeah. And uh, he, he comes out with a container holding a coffee and that. And uh, he goes in the car, <laughs> and I see the guy's hand go up in the air, right? <laughs> The car was identical to mine. <laughs> he scared the living shit out of the guy. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, funny. It was a 1999 Chevy Luna Maroon. Oh, yeah. I had it for seven years. Yeah, didn't he give it to me? And he said, oh, are you oh yeah, I remember that car. For a while. Yeah, I, I remember had, that. I had it for like the a The fact for, is, you put the end, end to it. Andrew tried to get into it. Andrew or Chop tried to teach me how to drive in that car. No, it was a different car. Oh, it was a different car? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It was my Impala. No, you shot me out in the Illumina. Oh, I'm almost positive. No, it was the Impala because I had that had that rear line situation. That oh, was, maybe it wasn't Impala. But um, yeah, that was a funny story. At one point, because you know how you know how best friends argue. They were coming home. Eugene says, "Hey, Butch, we're going this way." Oh, and and, and uh, Granddad says, "No, we're going fucking this way." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were fighting over a battery. <laughs> I said, I lend him a battery so he'd get his car off to a garage and that. Yeah. He never gave it back to me. <laughs> that bastard. We're, we're heading to get on Batavia to get on the throughway, right? We got on the throughway and we were fucking fighting over the battery. <laughs> he takes the wrong turn. We had to go three and a half, four miles all the way down in the. And turn off and cut, cut off and go always back around again. That's funny. I just keep the fucking battery. <laughs> That's funny. You know, from my memories of Eugene, <laughs> um, I remember going to the the Winter Garden and seeing Baby Joe Macy fight. Oh, that's badass. That had to have been sick. I remember that. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, they entered, they, they inducted him, uh, Eugene, to the. Uh, the Boxing Hall of Fame in New York. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Too oh. bad I never got to meet this guy. Oh, he sounds pretty really awesome. That went. Yeah. I, yeah, it was... It, like, he was a good... He was He was a good guy. He Sounds he, like a good dude. But he, I, uh, I screwed up that day. Uh, well, Pat got... He told me, he said, Dad, you know, uh, you should have stood up and uh, went to the mic. But I, I didn't do it. Uh. I had a chance to... You know, tell them how much that 
me and him were together and telling ah. the stories that me and him went through. You know? Well, if you think about it like this, then, if you think about, like, what you would have said then, say it now. Say it now. Say it now. Who cares? Well, I, I can't uh, remember that. <laughs> well, you know, just, you know. I can tell you one story. Just say something about your boy if you want. We Go ahead. To the train, we went to Buffalo. We're hitchhiking at. Uh, to the gym in Buffalo. Uh, and uh, this uh, heavyweight fighter. Yeah, We didn't know you had to pay to go in to watch him train. <laughs> so we're sitting. We walked up three flights of stairs. <laughs> Holy fuck. We hitchhiked and everything. Because Gene was us. This kid was an Irish kid. And Gene wanted to see him uh, in person, right? And uh, we went there. So we said, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and uh, it was a, I think it was a, a dollar to get in. So this big heavyweight guy comes up to go in. And he said, what are you guys waiting out here for? He said, we don't, we don't have the money to go in. He said, don't worry about us. Come on with me. <laughs> the fucking guy was a heavyweight champion of... Uh, New York State. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he was a Polish guy. I can't think of his name, though. But he was a, like, the guy was a nicest guy, boy. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, man, you know, shout out to Eugene, man. Shout out to, you know, your best yeah. friends, man. Those are, the, those are the relationships that mean the most to you. I also was on the rodeos a couple of times. Yeah. Down at, you know, where Walt, uh, uh, Kmart? Yep. It, it was a big horse stadium. Really? Yeah, horse Wow. Mart. I worked there for, uh, for a while. That's pretty sweet. And, uh, they used to let me ride the horse. Any horse I wanted. Oh, that's cool. And I took care of the horses. Yeah. And, uh. I used to ride from there over to Town Niagara to my where I lived on Town Niagara. That's awesome. And that would be uh, where your where your trailer court is. Mm-hmm. Well, you had to go. The throughway is going that way now. Yeah. You go where, where your trailer court is, then cut that way. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to That's ride right to my house in town, my sister's house. That's sweet. Yeah. Do you know? Um, my grandparents almost had the opportunity to live in Youngstown. Yeah? Oh, yeah. But here's the situation. Huh. My granddad uh, was trying to teach my grandmother how to drive. <laughs> Nearly breaks her foot. <laughs> yeah. Granddad, oh, you, man. Do you want to tell that story or you want me to tell it? Well, I had her doing real good at the market. Yeah. About two weeks. Once or twice a week. And she was doing good. She wasn't scared or nothing. So I said, well, it's about time we take a ride. <laughs> they were building the power project. Where you go down, where the stop sign uh, at the NU. Mm-hmm. Well, there was no road there. Everything was, it was just plain. There was nothing there. So we got down that far. She kept on going straight. I had to put my foot on the brake. 
If I didn't, we would have went over to go over the over the cliff. Oh boy. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, he says, "That's it for me." <laughs> you never try it again. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Granted, were you guys dating at the time, or was you? Uh, uh, we're dating. <clears throat> How long did you guys date for before you got married? Uh, oh, nine or ten months. Oh wow, that's that's about that's about. I mean, yeah, that's kind of normal back then. That was pretty well, normal. I knew, her, I knew her when she was seven or eight. Oh okay, but here's, that makes more sense. But here's the kicker. You know how most men had to remember birthdays and anniversaries, and yeah, yeah, you don't have to remember birthday. Same birthday, ten years apart. Oh wow, ten there you go. Apart, same day. Same day. Wow. What was the odds of that? Talk about meant to be, man. So anyhow. Uh, her mother and the kids lived in uh, High Park Village, right in back of us. Yeah. And uh, she was about seven or eight. And then uh, 15 years later or so, we went to a credit union party at the Como. Yeah. Me and her father and her mother and her. Well, they brought her. And uh, we had a dance. And I made a date with her. Nine months later, Michelle was born. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But how long you guys been married now? Got married. Sixty-one years. Sixty years. 60 yeah, sixty-one years. Jeez, talk about yeah. a life, man. We had uh, I had a hundred and fifty dollars. We went to Canada. Got a hotel. We ate. Went to Buffalo, went to St. Patrick's Church in Buffalo, and uh, came home. I still had 20 bucks in my pocket. That's <laughs> it, how things were in those days. Yeah. Dude, Couldn't do that now. $150. It, 150 it, it, bucks. 100, you know how far 150 bucks will take us? Said like the, uh, the motel that we were in, that was about 25 bucks. Holy shit. Now today? <laughs> 200 is $1,000. kind of hotel, motel. It's, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my bad. I don't want to cut you off, but I just wanted to say that it's kind of crazy to think about, like, you know, you guys have been together 61 years now. And, like, imagine how much life has been lived in those 61 years together. It's insane. Yeah. You know, you got all your kids, now your grandkids. Your great-grandkids. Great-grandkids, you know what I mean? It's just it's, oh, yeah. it's I wild. Swear, I swear to God, there's great-great-grandchildren. Do you think... Uh, I got a story to tell about me and Gene building a camp that is bigger than this house. Uh. And we, we, me and Pat, well, Petty and Greg came in 10 years later. And we were still working on it. <laughs> it took 10 years to build. Oh, wow. Because we had a Scramp here and skip here. Yeah. Wait uh, for uh, some some money to come in. It took a long time to build it, but me and him built that. We bought the land for nine hundred bucks. Today it's probably worth twenty five thousand. That's pretty. <clears throat> that's cool though now, because now like, that's kind of like you know you kind of use it as like a way of, you know. Remembering you and you know what you guys well, had, well, your friendship. What you get down there? Yeah, you know, it, that. It, it, it's good. Uh, 
If you're like being on social media, I can follow. I feel like, yeah. I was gonna say I, I'm pretty sure you guys have invited me like 30 times and I never come. Oh yeah, I can't. I always feel like I should, but I don't know. You've never been there. No. No. I thought you were there. No. No. You guys always invite me, but I never come. Granted. Scott was there. Who? My brother? Yeah, he hunted with us. Oh, one of course time. he was that little fucker. <laughs> he yep. hunted. Oh, that's right. I think Gr- he hunted with us one time. Granted, was it with him when he got his first deer? And um. No, not was it. This guy got his first year with you guys, or with someone else? Hmm. Little Scott. I mean, we, no, he got he got that with Bob. Yeah, he was with my grandfather and Robbie. He, Rob got pissed off. Yeah, because Scotty didn't have his own tag, so Robbie had used one of his for Scotty's deer. Yeah, I don't know. Funny I story. remember Scotty bringing home his deer. It was in our backyard at one point. It was fucking awesome. Yo, know, uh, the funny about about that was, uh, before my granddad was. Uh, Maybe like 10, 15 years ago, he was up on his tree stand. He saw your uncle, like a soldier. Boom. Yeah, boom, I, th- boom. I think you just told me about this not long ago, like a couple like, weeks ago. Yeah, I think you were telling yeah me about he was like, this. boom. Like, yeah, this dude can never sit down. I was like, I wonder why he can never get a damn deer. He had a orange hunting coat on. <laughs> he, he was like walking the perpetrator. Anybody could have spotted him. He, he's up in the tree stand being like a normal person. Walking and, around, and get up every once in a while and walk around the tree and then sit down in the same spot. <laughs> and I hot. told him, uh, Rob, you said, you know, uh, if you want, come down to my tree stand. When, uh, if you want to hunt it, let me know, you know? Yeah. The guy, he wasn't as big as he is now. Smaller. And he told me, oh, the steps are too narrow, they're not wide enough. I said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you talking about the same guy that me and Cheetah knows that is suicidal on Halloween? But oh, yeah, you should see the stuff this guy climbs on Halloween, man. It's insane. He'll sit up on top of his roof half the time on Some, Halloween. Sometimes. He'll just sit right at the tip of his roof. As big as he is now? Um, uh, yeah, I think he did it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, like a year right. or two ago? He decorates good. Yeah, I mean, he goes all out, man. There's nobody that's going harder than him, that's for sure. Not no, around here, at no, least. No, not around this little block area. Yeah. He puts in a lot of work. You know, when at the party the other day, well, he was talking to us. The guy was sweating and breathing like he, uh, like he just got through running 10 miles. Yeah, I know. It's rough. Wow. <clears throat> he lived like that. I don't know. But anyway, Granddad, we're not going to be talking about... It's all right. It don't matter. Yeah. He don't listen to us anyways. What, is this, uh, what are we going to talk about? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about you, Granddad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what did I leave out? Oh, uh, you left out, um, Cheetah, do you know where Tops was at? Yep. They used to be in a lumber yard. Uh, he, lo- he lost his, uh, he lost his younger brother, George. My brother, George. Was 11 years old. 11? He was, he was, Jeez, he was, he, but the thing was, he was playing around in the lumber yard. Uh, every time, like, like every time you come to the cemetery with us, and he's in the car, I, every time I point out the car, you can see his little, his little tombstone, his little lamb or something. That's rough, man. Yeah. I can't even imagine. It was heavy lumber yard. Well, they had a hole in the fence, and him and his friend, they went. And, Jumping, uh, jumping piles of lumber. Yeah. 
and I jumped a pile of lumber and it fell down between them and all the lumber came oh, on top of them. What a horrible way to go. And uh, my mother didn't sue because she had a good case because they had they didn't fix the fence. Yeah. If that hole wasn't there, he would have never got in there. Yeah, that's true. But for some reason or other, and the motherfuckers, when we had the funeral, they never came to the funeral. The people that own Hamley Lumberyard, the that's big crazy. guys. That's crazy. They never came to my brother's funeral. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. You guys put this on the air someplace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On uh, Spotify and Apple uh, Podcast. Yeah, it don't matter, though. Nobody's going to care. Yeah, but we've been swearing a lot. That's all right. We swear in every episode. <laughs> Granddad, Granddad, you should hear our episode when we did the, uh, our recent serial killer, uh, the Candyman, Dan Coral. <laughs> Dean Coral. Dean Coral. We just. Fucking idiot. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Uncle Bo, do you, you ever have anything like that when you were growing up? You ever hear about like any serial killers or anything? Huh? You ever hear about any serial killers or anything when you were growing up? I'm trying to think. I don't know if there was any, like, not, big not, ones back then. Bundy? Ted Bundy? Bundy? Yeah, he's but a big I one. Think I, not way back. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I was going to say, I didn't think, not way like, back, when you were younger. Six, but seven, seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. No. Were you, you were around during the 60s, right? You, like the guns they use today? Yeah. For one thing, they didn't have those kind of guns. Yeah. They had Tom guns. <laughs> well, sick. it's the same, uh, you know, just keep on pulling the trigger. Yeah. With the guns they got today. <laughs> you, uh, I, I never remember any mass uh, things that happened today. Did you ever hear about, uh, you were probably a little older by then, but did you ever remember hearing about, like, the Manson family at all? Right. I know they were pretty big. During like the '60s, like the hippie oh, era. Yeah. Did you ever get involved in the hippie era? No. no? no Damn you, hippies! You used to make fun of them. <laughs> I'd no, make fun I of them know. too. Great. Fucking hippies. Grant, how about that time? The how you uh, how you throw grease on dude's truck because his house almost caught on fire. It was it was uh it was my uncle it was my uncle was making French fries or something. Fell asleep on the oh, couch. House, when, oh, on Mr. Edwards' truck. <laughs> like a fire. The frying pan was this big. Well, that Patrick fell asleep. Who was who was making bacon? Yeah, I thought he was making he fries. Oh, I, I heard fries and I was bacon. He was frying bacon, and the fucking frying pan caught on fire. <laughs> well, we were lucky. You see the hood that we have over our stove now? Yeah. Well, we had. The soldier had then had the hood over it. If that hood wasn't there, we might not have been here today. But anyways, I ran down Michelle. Dad, Dad, brother, Dad, I think the house is on fire. (laughs) There's smoke all over. So I ran down. This fucking thing was on fire. I opened the side door. (laughs) I didn't have this, the walkway. We had just a a platform. I bought that. That that came in one piece. Yeah. But I built the rest of it. But anyhow, I threw the thing out, right? Yeah. And it bounced on the guy's hood. 
and flew on the ground. <laughs> and it burned like a big fucking torch, right? Oh, shit. The guy, he's usually sitting in the window by his kitchen. This is the old brick building over here. But by, by luck, he wasn't there. He wasn't there that night. Oh, wow. The next day, you know, there was nothing wrong with this truck. Really? I, I was I was going to be here because I got out and I got that frying pan and everything out of the way and looked at the truck. It was like, the, you think the paint would have burnt off? Yeah. It was just a little dark spot. And uh, I wiped it off with the sleeve of my big with the sleeve of my coat. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. All right, Granddad. That's wild. All right, Granddad. We were talking a little enough about your early childhood, but but can you tell us how the city was good? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, tell us what tell us what Niagara Falls is like when you were growing up. Before yeah. Kill Lackey came in, Lackey. Became mayor and ruined the whole city of Niagara Falls. Tear this building down, turn this building down. Well, all these buildings had the little beer joints, the restaurants, yeah. souvenir stores, all Fall Street. It was all little, all little stores with, you know, liquor stores and uh, everything on both sides. And there was a, there was a depot. It was a round depot, train depot. Yeah. And it was really nice. That's awesome. And that all went. Yeah. It had two, th- two theaters, the cataract and strain. They were both beautiful inside, and they had lounges in the, down the st- on the stairs. And if you're waiting for another movie to come on, you go down in the lounge. That's yeah. awesome. Well, TV wasn't... Yeah. That's sick. I didn't see TV until I was 15. Really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't see TV when I was young. (laughs) My grandpa bought the first TV in the Gilmer family. It was a 12 inch. Yeah. Imagine being excited about a 12 inch. I can't even imagine that now. We're spoiled. Well, they had uh, seven people and they're all all in one bunch looking. We're spoiled these days, we're man. On the floor, my, my screen's bigger than so adults sat on the on the couch. Yeah, that's crazy. It was a, a picture in half. You know, another thing in my lifetime when we grew up, my mother and my father never took pictures. Ever? We have no pictures of us when we were real small. Hmm. Hmm, yeah, Which is a shame, you know? Man. Yeah. Today, people take pictures. Oh, they take pictures of everything these days. Like earlier, we took three pictures. Yeah, they take and, pictures and of everything they keep these on days. taking them as they grow up. Yeah. Well, we had a big family in it. Nobody had a camera. <laughs> 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 nah, that's a shame. All right, all right Granddad. Now, now let's talk about more current events with me, Chop, and Cheetah in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. I got some great, I got some great Uncle Butch stories, some great ones. I think the first thing we should talk about is, you know, everyone's favorite Uncle Butch story. Why don't you tell them about when you used to take us to the movies when we were kids? One of my personal favorite stories involving you. Well, we we used to we wanted to show usually it was in the winter. 
because there was nothing to do Friday, Friday night. Yeah, and uh, I had this idea. I had this overcoat <laughs> with pockets on, on the inside on both sides. So I just fucking them paying a ridiculous price for their candy in it. So I went to the uh, five and ten store and stuffed the pockets with candy bars and, <laughs> and a potato chips bag, a little bag of potato chips. And then we go to the show and no one knew the difference. We go yeah. up there and watch the show and eat, 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 eat. Best way to save a buck, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and it felt more better, too. Because no, uh, you didn't get screwed. Yeah. It was funny. He gave us a can of Pepsi. Here you go. <laughs> He's just here. I remember vividly one time we went to the movies. And we were like, he, after he gave us like a can of Pepsi, I remember him pulling out an entire bag of like cheese doodles. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever experienced in my life. I still tell people about that story all the time. It's one of my favorite things ever. You know, how about the time we went to see Tarzan? He was just laughing hysterically. Hey, um, it, it, was that Willie Harrison? I so, wasn't with you guys when you seen Tarzan. Yeah, you was. Oh, I wasn't? Yeah, you was. The, the live action Tarzan? Yeah. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you was. No, I wasn't. What was that? I've never seen that movie. Uh, how we saw Tarzan? No, yeah. I've never seen that movie. I it, swear to God. Either Tarzan was an, uh, another movie. He was pointing like, to the screen like, hey, is that what's his name? Going to be quiet. Yeah, we've definitely never seen. Well, I've never seen Tarzan. Okay. Might have been a different movie, but I definitely have never seen Tarzan. Johnny Weissmiller. Yeah, it was definitely something. That was something. I know we went to a few movies. I remember. I remember we went to. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was you guys. I think we went and seen uh, Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed together. Three of us. I think I'm almost positive it was you guys. I can't remember because I remember I bailed on one of my buddies hanging out with one of my buddies one night to go with you guys to the movies. But, um, this was like forever. I think I lived on like 91st back then, so it was super weird. Yeah. with the junkyard. Let you drive my truck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you got to hear this story. All right. Um, my granddad let me drive the truck. They didn't care. He was talking to his friends. Didn't you all see, see, see the truck about four feet in the air or something? <laughs> Up a pile of a metal. <laughs> it just lays like, um, is your truck moving? I told him, I said, you're not ready yet. He <laughs> was only about 12. That's or, funny. Or the best time we were going, me and him was fishing at uh, High Park. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were fishing at High Park, and I was like, Granddad, I got go, to go to the bathroom. I had to take a dump. <laughs> Guess what happens? What? I dump. I, I, t- I crap myself. <laughs> the bathroom was locked. He craps himself right in front of the fucking bathroom. I said, why don't you pull your pants down and crap on the ground? <laughs> Then he had to get in my fucking truck. <laughs> oh my god, what a terrible! Oh my was. god. Or I can't believe you just outed yourself like that. <laughs> it was going to happen that way. Or um, the one time when me and my sister was younger, he was talking to a, a work friend. Walking around the falls. Walking around the falls. Grand I- uh, Gold Island. Gold Island. <laughs> and um, he was talking. I, I looked at my sister and said, I'm bored. I, I looked at her Bye, Grandpa. <laughs> he just had to chase us all the way down. That's funny. He was running in the fucking water. Of course he did. A big dummy. Grinda, uh, how was it working at Great Lake Carbon? Very dirty. <laughs> Very black. Yeah. Very hard. 
How would you like to pull a 90-pound jackhammer 20 feet out of one of the cells? And you got 10 cells to do, and you have to jackhammer every one of them. So 10 times you put the jackhammer down with a rope, 10 times you pull it back up, 90 pounds. Yeah. That was back in the days when physical labor was actually physical. In July and August and that, we had to wear wooden shoes in the bakery department. Oof. No thank you. Because if you didn't, your shoes would burn up. No thank you. You wouldn't be able to walk. We had, sometimes we were pulling carbon, and the shoes would be smoking. Holy hell. The wooden shoes would be smoking. (laughs) So what kind of a job was that? That's crazy. And when you pull the carbon up, yeah. it was so red, you could almost see through it. And that was hot, hot, hot. That's wild. Yeah. That was a tough place, bro. Yeah, I bet. It sounds like it. Grindit, you lived through the Blizzard 77. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I lo- I've Fortunate heard... Fortunate enough, some reason or other, after the hunting trip, I huh. didn't take my... My truck camper off. I had a 19, 1979. I think it was a short, a Chevy or a Ford. It was a Ford, I think, with a big trucker camper on it. So we got slowed in. They wouldn't let us out of the plant. So I got. They had the you know the front big front loaders. Mm-hmm. Well, they made room. They made it so I could pull my uh, my truck camper in the in the finishing department, which was a huge building. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had five or six guys who slept in it for two and a half days. That's crazy. Yeah. And then they, uh, there was a restaurant across the street. They weren't open, but the guy uh, made money from uh, Great Lakes. They had to bring the food in from with snowmobiles. Now that's what I call snow. Yeah, that's what my mom says all the time. Oh yeah. She's like always like, oh, you don't know what a blizzard is. I lived through the blizzard of '77. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I've heard the story a thousand times. Oh, my car was my car was buried. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I had a car in the truck then too. People, uh, people our age, we'd be, we wouldn't be able to handle Blizzard of Seventies, and we'd all be fucking crying and shit, I'll, freaking out. I'll probably pee in the snow. You pee in the snow, anyways. <laughs> That's the right. Grinded. Uh, can you Injury tell? Us, can, you, can you tell us like how we said like? Uh, I don't know if you remember during Thanksgiving time, where my room's at. It only fit like one or two people. Back then, uh, Cheetah. We had to. Uh, we had the whole family back there. They were a little bit smaller. <laughs> they were a little bit smaller. He said. Um, they were a little bit smaller, and um, <coughs> of course, like the heads of each family, like my grandmother, your grandma, Uncle John, Uncle Jim, Uncle Leo. They're, they're pretty much were the heads of. Uh, <coughs> don't mind that, uh, y'all. Um, like like the adults like sit like over here. Yeah. It was like as soon as you sit down. If you're if you're if you're like in the middle, and you want to go out and play, you sit there. You're not, you're not moving until everyone leaves. 
It's like a mob meetup, dude. The heads of all the families all sat down for a meal. Sometimes we had uh, close to 30 people. 30 people in this household? That's wild. Well, we had three eight-foot tables. But back then, like probably 30 years or... Yeah, about 30 years ago. 30, 25 years ago. It was... That back room, it was just a sunroom. Yeah. We uh we converted over for uh it, all, it had all windows. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't, the yeah. earliest back I remember of that room is when Grandma Kathy Grandma, lived back there. They, uh, Uncle John and Bob, Uncle Bob, and my two boys and me, we uh we we enclosed it, the whole thing. We left the one window where he has his air conditioner. Uh, and then Andrew moved in and made a mess of it. See, there was three windows like that. Fuck you. There was that one there, one in the middle, one by the alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I feel like I vaguely remember that, actually. Oh, so everyone's sitting down in that little... Yeah, I feel, I feel like I vaguely remember. But... Kind of. I but, don't know. Maybe um, I'm thinking of something else. Before Robbie moved into his house... With the pool party, we. <sighs> Why did you ever get rid of that pool, man? Uh, but anyway, um, I, I was saying, um, we used to have uh, me and Scott used to like, cause you know how some people have like, extreme like, good birthday parties. Our birthday parties were good because we had the whole family came over. <laughs> I remember birthday parties in this backyard here. Couple, I, there was a few I remember. Oh yeah, it was me and Scott's birthday party together. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember those. Good Andrew, times. You're missing the phone. I'm not missing the phone. Phone was right here. Okay. <laughs> Just in case someone calls, we're gonna be live again. Okay. Yeah. Um. What else can we talk about? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other stuff that I wanted <laughs> to ask you. Oh uh, yeah. Um. As soon as you think about that, because if because this is this is the first time you're actually being in our in the studio with us or the house special, whatever it's called. Uh, sometimes we, we bounce back off each other. It's like. If I got to think of something or I got to look up something real quick, yeah, he got something, then I'll come back and vice versa. But um, you remember that time we went fishing at your camp? And where yeah. we, we crossed, where he, where the lesson is never cross lines. Yeah. I crossed lines. I said, Granddad, I'm stuck. I said, why, why you suck? Bring it out. I said, Granddad, we got a big mouth bass. I said, we were arguing over that, uh, Cheetah. We're like... No, this big mouth bass is mine. I said, no, it's mine. Was a, <laughs> it was, our our lines uh, tangled. It was that big. It was That's that, crazy. That big. And, he, and he bit both their lines. And we That's both funny. reeled in at the same time. That's funny. Hey, yeah. Cheetah, che- well, do you see like the uh, freckles on my shoulders? Yeah. You can blame him for that. Yeah. It's um because he took me down to camp. Because my sister never wanted to go. I don't know why. He takes he takes me down to his camp. We go to uh, Hornell to the swimming pool because he's he's like a he's a cheap miser, cheap a cheap Jew, up we call him. <laughs> Instead of buying me sunblock, he buys suntan lotion, suntan oil. I burn real bad. Oh. And I um he saw he saw me uh flip off the diving board back on the diving board went into the water <laughs> because he seen me trying to mack with his girl, his lifeguard. Then uh-huh. um, 91st Street pool, like after I got older, we we just got like our uh, our camping chairs. We out there were smoking Philly uh, Philly uh, cigars. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 
Yeah. I remember when Robbie used to smoke Philly cigars all the time. He used to give me some. Yeah. One time I, it was just I, me and him I, at the I campsite. Yeah, you had the chocolate flavor. I had a, I was smoking 10 a day. My dad used to smoke those, too, the went, Swisher ones. I My dad used to smoke those for a while. Yeah. I said, I'm not killing myself. Yeah, I don't blame um, you. But I, I love them. Oh, uh, man. So, so, how about this one time? He doesn't know, but you know. Granted, uh, when you used to smoke, uh, when Sean was a smoker, he was trying to get me to smoke. He goes up and takes your. He he went and took like a few cigarettes from you. Damn, son, why you outing me, man? What the fuck? Why are you snitching on me right now? Hey, out of myself is. Come God. on, man. <laughs> me and Uncle Butcher homies till till now, man. No, but um, now he's gonna hate me because you outed me. Not really, but it, it, we were young, dumb. How, how about one time uh, we were in his room, um, dude? I said, "Give me lighter." Why? You know why? Almost, I burned the ass hair on my hair. Because I light a fire. Oh, yeah, so he tried to light his farts on fire. <laughs> Burnt, singed his ass hairs. Holy shit. Hey, you're yeah. rude, granddad. I seen we're a guy su- do that once. We were super young. I, I seen a guy do that, and uh, blue smoke, blue gas came right out. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking great. I laughed so hard, I couldn't believe it. But um, before, before I knew my granddad was a smoker, he used to, uh, his, his thing was he used to smoke one cigarette. <laughs> At night, just to relax him. Because you know how sometimes cigarettes relax you? Yeah, I get that. But when he's down at camp, he would just smoke a pack a day. Not really a pack, a half a pack a day. Smoke yeah. a pack, smoke a pack. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> I got another question for you, Uncle Butch. Kind of a, you know, kind of one that you might have to think about a little bit. But I just wanted to know, like, who do you think, like, influenced you the most in your life when you were growing up? Like, who do you think was, like, your biggest influence growing up? Well, I, I tell you, I loved Joe Moran. Yeah. He was my uh, school teacher. Yeah. And uh, he was a nice guy. School. As a person, he was a very nice guy. Yeah, that's cool. Good. Joe Moran. I'll shout out to Joe Moran. Yeah, he put me into boxing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You've lived a hell of a life, Uncle Freaking, Butch. Uh, Larry Simons. <laughs> Larry Simons, y'all. Yeah. He's going to take that grudge to the grave with him. That guy, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Van Heusen. Hector, Hector Van Van Heusen. Hector Van Heusen. Those fuckers. Yo, just imagine if I was, just imagine if we were uh, granted uh, boxing. You know if what, Nick? If, I, if they didn't throw him against those two assholes... I could have, I could have been uh, probably middleweight champ of the world. Son of a bitch. But I, I, I don't know what was his boxing name. But if I had to give him a boxing name, it would be Eddie Too Fast Lane Harrigan. Because <laughs> you know why? Because too fast, you don't know where he's come from. Getting, you got any other questions? Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Here's a kind of, you know, kind of a weird one for you, but, you know, which hopefully, you know, your time doesn't come for, you know, let's say at least 10 more years, right? Yeah. But when you do leave this earth, what do you think you want to be remembered for? 
Like, how would you like for the people that love you to remember you? Well, I, I treated everybody the best I could. <clears throat> and uh, I don't think anybody's going to have anything bad to say about me. Yeah, well, you know what? That actually brings me to another thing that I wanted to do on this episode. I was telling my mom about on the way over here. Oh. But I didn't tell either one of you guys, but... I wanted to take a moment out real quick to praise Uncle Butch. Because if I had to if I had to say what I'm gonna remember you for, Uncle Butch, it's probably just the kind of guy you are. The kind of guy you've always been my entire life. You've always been kinda like in a way, you've always been kinda the glue that held us all together, kinda. You know, and I mean one of my favorite things about you, Uncle Butch, is that it doesn't matter how many how long I go without seeing you, even if it's just a couple days, next time I see you. Your face lights up. You get so excited to see me. I love it. It's one of my favorite things about you. Mm-hmm. No, I've never, in my entire life, I've never had anybody that gets that excited to see me. You know what I mean? I, I, I love that about you. That's one of my favorite things about you, is that you always get so excited to see me, and that me and you could, like the other night, the other day when I was here, I sat here for four hours, just me and you, and we just hung out. Four hours. And we just talked. Where That's one of my I? favorite things about you. I think you were working. Oh, shit. But I came over to... I came over to check to see if I had to do the yard again, but I didn't, but I ended up staying for a couple hours and just hanging out. So, if I had to, like, if I had to put, like, into words what I would remember you for, it's probably that. You know, just just the kind of guy you've always been. Yeah. You know, you've, you've always been good to me my entire life. I, I'll never have anything bad to say about you, you know. I tell people all the time, you know, other than... My dad's father, obviously, and my mom's father. You were always, you and Aunt Julie were always kind of like another set of grandparents to me growing up. Yeah, especially my grandma saving you from uh, not getting expelled from school. Yeah, your wife saved my ass in school more than once. That's for sure. So it's funny how boy her. <laughs> like the plague. Too bad, too bad she got dementia. Yeah, it's D- rough. Dementia is not, is not a, ser- it's a serious thing. It's rough, man. That's how Cheetah's grandmother passed yeah, away. Yeah, that's what took my grandmother too. Unfortunately, but, um, that day of, of of your of her wake, my granddad was upset because he he was going to go, but that's okay. I mean, it, it was it was understood. It was the grandma that had to went to the hospital. I wasn't doing too good. You wasn't doing too good, and she. I mean, we understood. You know, I mean, it's well, Bob knew it. Yeah, nobody. I mean, nobody took any offense to it or anything. We understood. You know, but. A couple days later, or a day later, yeah, it was a couple days later, he comes in and he tells you his speech. Yeah. I, I, I should have really went, though, but... That's okay. But you had to, but you were more worried about your wife. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, plus, uh, I don't think I was walking too good. Uh, you was, but, because Grandma had that problem. Trust me, I mean, honestly, it's probably better for you not to be there. It was just, you know, it was rough. It was yeah. a rough night for everybody, you know? It had to be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I went through it already once with my other grandparents, and it was, it was rough with them. You know, it just it never gets any easier. No matter what, it never gets any easier. And you know, I mean, that's the unfortunate. I mean, it's unfortunate, but that's also you know, it's a part of life. You know, everybody goes at some point. Nobody escapes that. Yeah, the only thing you can do while you're here is just you know. Like what my grandmother did, she left behind a legacy. We're going to the man. Where they got where they make the gravestones? Ah. One day next week, uh, Angie and Michelle's gonna take me there. And take out a stone. Yeah. Well, Uncle Butch, I hope you live to 150, but ah. you know. 
I'm not worried about it. Just know that whenever you do go, which hopefully is not for a very long time. We will have half-naked women at your... No, uh, shut the fuck up. Hey, well, I'm, I'm no, I'm saying when you do, when your f- time finally does come, just know that as far as I'm concerned, I'll never have a bad thing to say about you ever. And all the time that I've known you, you've always been nothing but good to me. You know, and I tell my mom all the time that you're one of my favorite people in this family. <laughs> I, I'll come see you anytime. I love hanging out with you. You're the best. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited that you just, that, you know, you let us bring you on the pod. You know, I, I was excited about it. I was a little nervous. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy you got to tell, you know, give us a little bit of insight into your life. There's a lot more, but uh, that's I'm, okay. I'm pretty old. That's okay. <laughs> Things I, I I can't remember. Can't remember. I mean, we got we got There's more than enough. I can't tell you guys. <laughs> you <laughs> That's could. okay. We you got could, you could tell us all. We got we got more than enough. Oh, we got time check. Time check. Yeah, what's the time? One hour, twelve minutes, and fifteen seconds. Oh, perfect. But yeah, um, yeah. Do you know this man? A funny fact: this man cheated death twenty times. Twenty times. That's that was, crazy. That was like at least six of them were happening in the last couple of years. Yeah, you're a tough. You're a tough old man, Uncle Butch. That's for sure. He fell. You don't it. go down without a fight, man. That's for sure. Oh no, he fell off his truck, fell off the tree, said, fell off the ladder. That's the that's the boxer, and you you don't go down without a fight. I almost got shot at least three or four times. Like here, like on the streets or hunting. Hunting. No, not on the streets. Jeesh. In my day, guys settled by fighting with their fists, with their fists, not <laughs> good old fisty cuffs. Oh, wait, before we actually, uh, my granddad uh, whooped ass in his in his prime, his drinking heydays. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. He's, I bet. Uh, this six foot five, three, uh, I say two hundred seventy five pound man, lumberjack, lumberjack, try to get a little frisky with the old man. You know what he Dad did? He was gay. Oh boy! Yeah, the fucking guy grabbed my ass. <laughs> you know what he did? Jesus. He turned around, just clapped Dacked him. him. Yeah. Hell yeah! Then it was another time. That's badass. Uh, he was fighting uh, a kickboxer. He was a second lieutenant. Uh, was it Air Force? I think it was the Air Force. It was military, whatever branch. Oh, uh, the the uh, guys like, all right, if you want to fight, let's fight. And my granddad had the boxing experience. Guess who I won that fight? Uh, I don't know what the hell how that started. I, th- I think you were at the bar just saying something. I don't know how it started. Over, I think it, they were talking about a kickboxer and a boxer. Mm-hmm. Who would win? <laughs> I said, well, I said, I'd probably knock you out with one punch. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So the guy says, I don't think you can get close to me because he used his feet. Yeah. Like the French guys. Yep. So I says, well... I'm game. Let's go. <laughs> this is at the glass block, on, glass block on Third Street. Yeah. Had about a fucking hundred fucking guys around us. The guy came out with his fucking jumping in his back. He, he, he threw one foot up. I grabbed his fucking foot. <laughs> gave him one fucking hut. He was out. Hell yeah. One That's badass. Punch. What a badass. As a lot of guys, you get advantage. You, what you should have done, you should never have told me. Yeah. 
that you was a kickboxer. Yeah. Nope. I grabbed that fucking foot. He couldn't do shit. <laughs> and I knocked him right out. One fucking punch. Perfect. That's badass, yeah. man. And he was a... He was a I think he was the Air Force uh, lieutenant. <sighs> That's crazy. What yeah, about off your ass? Mind. That's crazy. That's badass, though. Yeah, I told him that. He woke him up in that. He tried to warn him. He wasn't I ready said, for oh, it. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I am a boxer. He <laughs> <laughs> said, what? <laughs> I said, you told me that kickboxing beat a boxer. Well, you was wrong. <laughs> Oh, yeah. man, that's but so bad. The guy brought me a drink, him and his buddies. Hey, at least hey, he's a hey, good sport about it. Hey, that was uh, that's Irish right Yeah, that's an honorable thing right there. That's and honorable that, as fuck. And that's also the Irish way of doing things. Yeah. You whoop ass, and oh, the, fir- yeah. the first you drink, then you goes like, I bet I can hit you with two hits. Okay. All right, yeah. But then after you guys get done scrapping. That's, that's, he, that, shows a real, that shows a real man right there. If, after you fight, they buy you a drink. That's that's honor. That's respect right there. You know, it's you a know, sign of respect. You know what my granddad remind me of? Oh. Uh, the dad from Friday. Ah, uh, yeah, that's kind of. I could see that. But um, yeah. Speaking of Mr. America, my my granddad's uh, like Mr. America's uh, mentor. He was originally Mr. America. Yeah, in the show. In the show that me and uh, Chop are trying to get made based off my character for 4th of July. Yeah. In the show, you, uh, I made it so that you were the original Mr. America. And you're the one that passed it down to me. So, like, if the show ever gets made, there you go. That'll be your character. Thank you, my boy. Then some, of course. Then some reason we're going to have his grandfather in. Yeah, my house. grandfather's going to be in there, too, but he's my butler because he's mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm making him my butler. Hey, my butler. For being mean to me all the time. Yeah, granted, if, if you watch the Batman movie, I'm like, like Lucius Fox, but I'm a redneck. Yeah, my grandfather's going to be my Alfred because he's mean to me all the time. Well, Alfred is also a good trainer, too. Yeah, Alfred's a badass, dude. He's just not as badass as, you know, the OG Mr. America. OG Mr. America. But anyway, um, thanks for coming on our episode. Oh, yeah, real quick, before we get out of here, I got one more thing that I want to ask you. If you could, like, <clears throat> if there was, like, a piece of advice or, like, a life lesson or something that you could give to, like, you know, like, guys our age, what do you th- what do you think it would be? Like, a piece of advice you'd give us. For, you know, I mean, <clears throat> for the most part, it seems like you've had, you know, a pretty good life. Seems like you've enjoyed it, you know? You're 90. Yeah. What is, so what do you think you would, you know, like, what kind of advice you think you'd give to guys like us? Well... Don't don't try to screw people. It's good advice. And uh, try to stay healthy. Solid advice. What do you mean, screw people? Don't screw people, he said. Like uh, screw money, people out of money. Yeah, like basically don't like you know. Don't cheat people, basically. Well, that's true. That's that's solid advice. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid advice. Cheetah, did you miss that? Like, living downtown and uh, hearing that? No, not at all. <laughs> I like the park. It's nice and quiet. Sometimes. No, especially now. Now that the people move down next door, it's nice and quiet there again. It's wonderful. All your little tri area? If there wasn't so many damn mosquitoes, I'd be out on my porch every night. It's so peaceful over there. There's too many damn mosquitoes, man. 
I don't like it. it freaks me out. Yeah. One one last name. Uh, during the uh, the miracle game, Buffalo versus Houston Oilers. Oh yeah. This man. <laughs> he goes in. He goes down. He goes in the downtown Houston area. Deck with. His shirt, his hat. <laughs> Hell yeah, there we go. And uh, my grandma's like, you didn't get murdered. I was like, no. The guy comes up to me and like, we respect you for that. That's badass. Let's go, man. You know what the guy said? Uh, nice gone. He says, you you guys done a, a, it was a good game. The funny thing about that is, when the, like, you probably heard the story multiple times about my dad. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it again. Uh, the the story was uh, the bills getting blown out. I was like, my dad's already drunk. He's like, dude, he said, fuck this. I'm going back to the truck. And as soon as it started winning, yeah. they, 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 and uh, he, he had to like the big di- comeback. And it, and it made, like where they found him was underneath the truck sleeping. Yeah, my dad started to leave the game too. He said he just made it back in before they closed the gates. Yeah, well, yeah. My dad was with us. Yeah, my mom tells me about the story. Tells me the story all the time. I remember oh, my dad. Boy. It's one of my dad's favorite moments, I think. He talks about it constantly. Boy, Brian was really pissed off the next uh, day. Yeah, but if you're if, <coughs> if you're that drunk and your team's just losing... We didn't tell him to leave. He went on his own. No. He, he got sick. Yeah. He drank so much. <laughs> he got sick. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know more about sports history than I do. Is that still the greatest comeback game? It's one of the greatest. Oh, one. Okay. Well, um, if we, ever, cool. if we ever do like a sports theme episode again, That's I will have more facts on it. Yeah, I'd like to do like a four. I'd like to do like you know they documented they did the four falls of Buffalo. I think, I think they're going to go like for the Super Bowl. Oh, I think well, so. I think it's a given. Not a well, given. They played like the last couple games of last year. I think with everything they've done in the off season now, I think it's almost. Uh, it, it, if we don't get a Super Bowl this year, I'm gonna be pissed. Or because they put go. in a lot of work this off season. They they've tightened up a lot of spots that we needed. Special Von Miller coming in, I think that's going to help us a lot yeah. too. Uh, we had the number one, uh, we had the number one score defense. We had the number one pass defense. Only thing that was stopping us was the uh, running game. But now I'm calling <clears throat> Henry. We're coming for you. I'm calling it right now. Josh Allen MVP this season. If he gotta be, if he doesn't, we're flipping tables. We're, yeah, if he doesn't, I'm gonna be pissed. He deserves put, it. We put people through tables. <clears throat> Yo, you know, be kind of cool, but I don't know two point will ever do this with us. Have a collab episode? Yeah, we're talking to you, Two Point. What? Like collab episode about what? Oh, something. Oh, oh. Well, uh, I, I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna go somewhere. Like, like try to put like, hey, Two Point, how how would you come up let us on the sports? No, you fucked it up like you always do. So yeah, whatever. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think we're gonna get out of here for the night. Get some food. I'm starving because you know I'm fat. <laughs> what uh, did I do? Wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Shout out to Uncle Butch again. I appreciate you coming. Thank I appreciate you, having you on. It was awesome. Shout well, out for uh, for letting us I in. Wish I, I wish I could remember a lot more than That's okay. Hey, you you give us more than enough. Trust me. Hey, you, got, you give us an hour and a half. This is probably going to be our best episode yet, I think. One of our best episodes. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, real quick before we go, I just want to mention, you know, uh, next week. Um, I know I talked about this last week, I believe. But next week, uh, it's back to me. So... I think we're going to do Some the design. Marvel ranking. The fa- rank every phase, like movies. Don't You don't have to worry about me. I'll be good at it, you know. You don't have to worry about Drew. Because <laughs> Yo. you know how he is. He likes to wait until the day of to do an, to research for an episode. Hey, I did no research today. 
Uh, you fucking dummy. <laughs> but yeah, I th- <clears throat> that's going to be probably what we're going to do next week. Uh, after that, it's kind of up in there. Cause we're trying to work a couple things out. That's all in, but anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't got anything else to say. Unless you got something you want to say. Uh, no, I just i just like to shout out my grandfather for letting us come. Well, I uh, believe in you guys one of these days because I'm 90 now. But I'll tell you what. I'm glad I met you. I'm glad I met you I too, Uncle Butch. Same here. You're a good guy. Thank you very much. You're welcome. But, uh, yeah, just shout out to Uncle Butch. You know, appreciate you coming on. And then, uh, wait, wait, before one thing, he calls us Stan Alley. Oh, yeah, he's the one that originated the Stan Alley nickname. I came from him. Because at one time when you were skinnier. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. fuck you. But he always, he always sees me with the. Well, uh, sometimes you guys both uh, act like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's your reactions. I already told, I already told, I told your grandfather the other day when I was here that, uh, me and you were going to end up like the guys from that movie Grumpy Old Men. We live right next door to each other, and we're always arguing. That's gonna be yeah. us. That was a great movie. That is a great oh, movie. I, remember I love that movie. movie. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Yeah, that's a great but, movie. But um, they want to speak movies. Like if you put on an old classic movie, it's like oh, that's what's his name, Clint Eastwood's partner. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I went to show a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, you were really into John Wayne movies, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The original three. He saw the original Three Stooges at the theater. That's badass. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we're gonna head on out of here. All right. <coughs> so, uh, oh, were you gonna steal my line, dude? No, I was gonna chop out, and I'll let you. Finish oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, rewrite. Chop out. Cheat out. And thanks for riding along, losers. <laughs>